Hello everyone. Welcome to the Time with Flora podcast where we talk, learn and grow together. We podcast weekly. The Time with Flora podcast is available on Anchor, iTunes, Google, Spotify and Castbox. If you have any feedback, any questions, any suggestions, please do drop a comment, drop a message. We'd love to hear from you. The Time with Flora podcast is a Headway Point production and you can check us out on Instagram at headwaypoint underscore ng. Headwaypoint, that's one word, underscore ng. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Headway Point. So today's episode is titled, I am sorry. Yes, that's it. I am sorry. So a little while ago, I went to the cinema with my son. We were, I think we went to watch the Captain Marvel movie. Oh, yes, Captain Marvel, that's it. Uh, I'm a big Marvel fan. So um, we got in, uh, were seated, watching the movie. About three quarters into the movie, I was really struggling with the temperature of the screen room. It was really cold. My, my, the tip of my nose was cold. You know, I had my, I mean, we always go into the cinema with uh, a, a hoodie or a cardigan or something like that and my shawl, but this was too much. It was almost as though I needed to be wearing a winter coat. It felt like an icebox, icebox, sorry, and it, it got ridiculous. So I decided that's enough. I'm, I'm going to go see somebody. So, so had to leave the movie, which I wasn't happy about, stepped out spoke to someone who was by the door, the security guard, he couldn't help me. And I thought, right, that's it, I'm gonna see the supervisor. Got to her office, knocked on the door, and uh, she received me with a, a lovely smile. Um, there was also a gentleman sitting with her, I think, um, uh, I wasn't sure who he was. They weren't having a meeting, of, so he, she, she was clearly able to, to see me at the time. So I went into one about how the you know, screaming was too cold and people would get ill and, you know, why do they always have it like that? I mean, it's not been the first time and I've had to correct them uh, a few times. It was it was awful. So um, I kept going on and she let me finish and then she went on to tell me how it was standard procedure to have the screen room that cold. I didn't take that very well at all. And I said, uh, you know, I been in other cinema screen rooms and you know that's not the case but she maintained it she said no it's standard procedure and she had this big smile not not arrogant just very pleasant very nice the smile on her face as she said that to me and well I just retorted where in your village and then I said well just get this thing sorted I'm not happy people are going to be ill it's way too cold it's ridiculous get it sorted and I turned around and I left. And uh, not too long after, I noticed that they had adjusted the temperature. My son had dropped his hood and all of that. So we had about, as I said, it was three quarters in. So probably about, I don't know, maybe about half an hour, 40 minutes or so left of the movie. And, and so how was I feeling after that dramatic um, conversation? <laughs> and my whole diva exit from her office. Well, I was feeling awful. I wasn't happy because I wasn't happy with how I'd spoken to her. I thought I was rude. I thought 
it, I had been unnecessary in the things that I had said, certainly at the end of the conversation before I left her office. I, I just thought I shouldn't have done that. It didn't define, you know, the way I saw myself as, as a person uh, in terms of just being aware of who I am and, and the, the, you know, the, the, the kind of uh, way that I choose to engage with people. That episode did not define me and I wasn't happy about it. So I sat there feeling quite guilty, um, <laughs> uh, emotionally a bit worked up, feeling a little bit stressed, but very determined that I was going to apologise. I, I, I had to apologise. So anyway, the film ended. I managed to enjoy it to the end. Said to myself, come on. And said to my son, come on, let's go. I need to go see, see, see somebody. And uh, we, I led uh, him, walking behind me, uh, led him to the uh, lady's office. Uh, he was behind me, knocked on the door. She was there. And, and by the way, the gentleman that she had been with when I'd um, spoken to her earlier was there as well. And she had this big smile on her face, which <laughs> uh, made me feel not so good. Um, but but uh, I just um, proceeded and I, I said, listen, I am really sorry with how I spoke to you. It was unnecessary. It was rude. I shouldn't have done that. The, the room was too, definitely too cold. You shouldn't have it that way. But nonetheless, I shouldn't have spoken to you that, that way. And she had this genuine smile on her face and, and, and said, it's okay. I understand. I understand, Ma, she said. And uh, I said, well, thank you for your understanding. But, you know, I, I do apologize again. And I, I shouldn't have done that. And I, I kind of turned my head to the gentleman that was sitting across um, who she knew um, was sitting across from her and he had this big smile on his face and he nodded like yeah good 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 um, and, and that was it and we had a bit of a myself and the lady uh, I said oh really enjoyed the movie can't wait for for the next uh, next one that's coming out the end game and um, she said oh we look forward to seeing you now look this is my local cinema I'm in there very often you know the bigger picture for me apart from the whole thing about it not being me it not being the way that I like to be I was upset and I had let my being upset um, get the better of me um, but I, I, I made a decision and I recovered um, the situation um, there were so many there were a number of things that I you know came to my mind uh, as I thought about not apologizing this is a local cinema to me I come there often I get on well with the staff. Coming to the cinema is something I love to do. I, I'm a big movie fan. Um, I knew better. I knew that that was not the way to behave. Uh, and while we all get upset, and I most certainly get upset at times, um, I felt that I'd gone too far. Maybe that wouldn't have been going too far for somebody else, but it was going too far for me. And it was my call, and I decided that I was going to make good on the situation and... And, and get it sorted. And that's what I did. I apologize. You know, I certainly felt better. I, I felt lighter. I, I felt that I had done the right thing. And, and it was my call. And it was my reality to uh, address. And, and I, I felt good good about it. We, we all wouldn't bother. I know I accept that. Um, but, but, but that's fine. So, so this whole idea of saying you're sorry... 
and apologize. What is what is what does it mean to apologize? Um, I was checking a few things out on the internet. Uh, Wikipedia was quite useful actually. An apology is an expression of regret or remorse for actions, for actions, for words used, for you know, for something very much along those lines. And and why is it important? Why is it important that we even bother to apologize for things that we have done that we feel or we know we ought not to have done? Okay, so sociologists and psychologists actually argue that apologizing plays a very important role in our communication skills, in our ability to communicate. Because it is inevitable, they say, that as individuals, as people, we will inevitably find ourselves in a situation where we are going to need to apologize for something or forgive or show forgiveness. So there is no escaping the fact that we will all and we do all have situations where we have to apologize and where we also have to be the ones receiving an apology and deciding to show forgiveness. Okay. There was an American study in 2000 that showed that for children, the sooner that they are introduced to apologizing, saying they're sorry, and I, I caveat this, in a healthy way, not under duress, not under pressure, but in, in, in a healthy context that they learn how to apologize and also learn how to accept an apology, that is to forgive, the better it is more likely to be that they will learn how to have happier and productive relationships with people, with their families, with their friends, with their colleagues at school, as they mature into adulthood, with their peers, with their work colleagues, and so on and so forth. In other words, they will learn not to sweat the small stuff. Because a lot of times when we are people who find it difficult to say sorry and find it difficult to forgive. Not all the time. Forgiveness is, is, is kind of, uh, you know, can be, uh, depending on the circumstances, something different. But, but generally, where we have difficulty doing those things, it has, from a young age, it, it will have a bearing on how we conduct ourselves as we go about our business in terms of how we engage with others starting from our home, starting from our families, and so on and so forth. Okay, so there is some science out there that says the earlier we learn to do it, the better we are as commu communicating human beings. There is also something called the attrition theory that says that the earlier in a situation of conflict or argument that an apology is offered the less likely you are to find conflict increasing in a discussion and you will also find that the outcome of your discussions, the communication, would be, is likely to be satisfactory. Not in all cases, but generally, okay? So this, you know, imagine you're in a dispute with friends, you're in a dispute with colleagues, there is arguing, there is, a, you know, there is disruption, 
somebody has said something that has offended the other person, you know, everybody's at loggerheads, you've got the ones that are stoking the flame and all that kind of stuff. In a situation of conflict, of dispute, it could be countries, it, you know, in so many scenarios, just imagine. The sooner that somebody or someone's are able to say, listen, I'm sorry about that. Shouldn't have been sa said, said. I should have thought about it. I'm sorry that happened. You know, let's carry on. Let's have our conversation. There is something much bigger at stake here. Or, I'm really sorry that I spoke to you that way. I should have known better. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. I shouldn't have done that. Let, let's talk. Let, let's, let's, what, where were we? What were we trying to achieve? What, what, where, where are we trying to go with this thing? Or, <laughs> you know, let's agree to disagree. You know what? We've got a, it's clear that we've got a difference of opinion. However, we've got something bigger here that is bigger than us that we need to address, that we need to get sorted. Let's focus on that. Let's focus on winning together. Let's focus on what needs to be the bigger, the bigger goal, the bigger aspiration for what we're trying to achieve. Let's focus on that and leave all the arguments, leave the discord. There's, there's something bigger that we need, to, we need to tackle. That, that is the kind of thing that the attribution theory speaks to. So mastering how to apologize to say that you are sorry not under duress, not under pressure, is a good way to manage your emotional well-being, okay, to manage the stress. So what about the person who is receiving the apology, the receiver of the apology, the person that is going to need to forgive or not forgive if they, if they choose to? So... What, what is it? When we talk about forgiveness, what are we talking about? It is the intentional, thank you Wikipedia by the way, it is the intentional and voluntary process by which the person offended undergoes a change in feelings and attitude towards the person that has offended them with words, with actions, whatever it may be. Having the ability to accept an apology or forgive or, or to show forgiveness actually can depend on a lot of things, as I'm sure we will all attest to. What is being apologized for? The sincerity of the apology that is being given. The depth of the pain, the offense that has actually been caused. I mean, that could be really deep. That could be really something that people would struggle to get over. I mean, so bad as something that is very traumatic as a life being lost and needing to forgive the other person that or forgive the person that has caused that loss in your life or it could be something much more simpler not so dramatic not so tragic it really does depend it also depends on one's emotional maturity in how you're able to receive that uh, apology. It might be even your spiritual maturity. Um, I, I recall um, some time ago, I think it was last year, uh, reading a, an article in, in the newspaper 
or I think uh, it was it was it was some news out there, and it was about a lady in America who had learned who had decided to forgive uh, a young man who had been uh, arrested. He was he you know he I think he was he was in a court hearing for the crime that he had committed, taken a life, a life that was of a loved one that she had had. And um, she made a statement about the fact that she had forgiven that person for that, what they had done, for the loss that they had caused to them. It's amazing, the strength and the power of what forgiveness can do. But it obviously depends on where you are, where you are in yourself um, to to make that happen. So dealing with forgiveness, I I mean, for me, I, I remember when I was much younger, and if somebody had offended me, um, hurt me in any way, um, or certainly in terms of how I perceived it, I, I didn't really deal with such scenarios very well. Not not like I do today, obviously, being much more matured and more emotionally, uh, in, in, in emotionally intelligent in how I deal with such things. So I would, first of all, not communicate. I wouldn't say anything. If that person didn't recognize what they'd done, I'd leave it at that. I would do things like delete them because then there wasn't quite social media and all of that. So I would, it was more or less my phone, my contact list, my diary, and I would delete them from my 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 uh, my, my phone list. I'd tear their or scribble their names out of my my you know my contact uh, book, my directory, whatever whatever you we called it then. And and really, I would just find ways of just stripping them out of my, of my life, in quote. But the truth is that they, you can't really do that. You know, in a situation after that, when I would either come across them, I would hear their, the person's name, um, somebody would ask about them, either directly or indirectly, um, I would struggle. I would be under stress, I would be nervous, I would be angry, you know, the fact was that I hadn't dealt with the situation, you know, and, and so it would affect me, it would affect me, I would, I would be anxious, I would have this fluttering in my stomach, I, I, I hadn't dealt with it, and over time, obviously, I learned that there was a better way to, to do it, um, I, I, I do things differently now, so if I find that I've been, you know, hurt or offended by somebody in my in my family situation a friend a work colleague whatever whatever normally i'm focusing here on close relationship close close relationships that matter to me so what i what i do what i tend to do now and i i was sharing this with my son some time ago actually i think last year because what happened was that i had noticed that there was a particular friend of his, and they were real good buddies. They'd even done a, a Europe, a Europe yeah, trip to Europe, and, and all of that. I knew of him, I knew of him, I knew his name. You know, we chatted and, and stuff like that. And I hadn't heard about him. He hadn't been mentioned in a while. And I said to myself, I said, what, 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 you know, what's what's? How's your friend? You know, I, I haven't met, you haven't mentioned him recently. Da 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 da. How's he doing? How's he doing? You know, because we used to talk about the fact that he was working. We was changing job or whatever. You know, we hadn't spoken him, about him in a while. And my son just the body language just changed, and it was like, no, 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 I don't want to, don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about. It. And um, you know, 
I, I kind of told them about, you know, we talked a bit till today. I don't know, you know, what their falling out was about. I don't know if they've actually become buddies again. But um, I did talk him through how I used to deal with stuff. And, and, I, and I began to also, also tell him how I deal with it now. And I, what I explained to him is that now when I find myself in a situation where somebody that is close to me, I'm not talking about anybody, I'm talking about someone that I regard as a, as a, as a friend, uh, you know, someone that, you know, I have a, you know, a good relationship with, uh, you know, a sustained relationship with, that what I do is, is you know, I, I try and, and, and find out what has gone on. I ask a question. Has any? If, certainly, if I don't know any of the wiser. If I do, then I make an effort to to apologise and and give us, you know, an opportunity to talk through things through. Um, if that's not forthcoming, and I've had this situation where I've had close relationships that haven't been forthcoming in that way, what I do is I I I take a, take a step back, and I I I don't discard them. I don't because it was a good relationship. But what I what I remember, what I make sure I, I don't forget is is why we were friends in the first place and what is positive about them. But what I do learn to accept is I learn to accept that the relationship has changed. It has moved on to something that was not as close as it used to be. And and in a certain way I will compartmentalize my emotions. Um, associated with this person so that I can put it somewhere that, you know, I can manage it better. You know, I have better control over, you know, the emotion that I feel for that person. And I, and I, and I learn to accept it, you know. Uh, and the fact is that if that person knocked on my door tomorrow, I would greet them. I would welcome them. We may not converse in the same way. I would, I'm unlikely to um, have confidence in them in the same way, but I have not let them go. I'd still have their number in my, my phone. They could still be a friend. You know, they, they're probably just an inactive friend, you know, and, and that's kind of how I do. But it, it's, I found it a more healthier way to, to do it. So the most important thing is just not to discard people. And that's what I, I, I said to my, my son that, that day. And um, and and it's and it's worked for me. It, it really has. Um, you know, the world is really fickle today. You know, especially with social media, where you can just cut somebody off. You can unfriend them. In quote, you you know, you can just be so offhand with relationships that really should mean so much. And again, I'm just focusing on on you know the the real friend relationships here. So you know, what I've learned is that. You know, where I've had situations in my personal work life, um, I have needed to forgive in order to move forward. Uh, and I forgive because I want to move forward without having to always think about how angry I am. Um, and it's the only way that I can free my mind. And it really, really does work for me. You know, it does. It does. It, 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 you know, the emotional, you know, stress, the just the anxiety, none of that. I just, I just don't get any of that anymore okay so what are the issues when you choose not to apologize or not forgive what could happen well you know as i talked about the story in the cinema it can hang over you emotionally and psychologically uh it it can diminish your quality of of self-control and i've talked a bit about that and and um you know in the example that i gave but but that can happen. You know, some people are, are can be really hard, but 
I would suggest that, you know, if you dig deeper, there's so much more to the reason why you're choosing to be so maybe offhandish or distant or just cold to the whole situation. Um, another issue that, that you could have is that you would struggle to, to, to move on and deal with stuff, you know, uh, because you're, you're just not letting go. And then that has a, 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 uh, an impact, uh, an influence over, over other things. Um, as I said, quality life and, and that sort of stuff. There is, there is some science out there that says there is a potential impact on your physical health. When you are someone that struggles to apologize when you should, and when you are someone who refuses to acknowledge that you've got to, you know, you, you should be forgiven in a particular kind of situation, not forgiving and not apologizing. If you sustain that kind of behavior and way of dealing with things, there is the likelihood that it can have an impact on your physical health. There is science that says that there's a correlation between forgiveness and the quality of your health. Things like stress can be impacted. You have an elevated level of uh, cortisol in your system. <coughs> Excuse me. Even blood pressure can be impacted as well. There was, um, I, I read that there was some research done by um, a, 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 a person of science who said that when people are asked to think about people that have offended them, have hurt them, have wronged them, and there is, there is um, you know, and, and that, that was observed in a kind of scientific setting. What tends to be observed is that people start to, their blood pressure starts to go up. They have um, increased heart palpitations. There might be a bit of facial uh, muscle tension. That They start to sweat, you know. And um, these are the kind of things that happen to the body because, of course, you receive stimulus, stuff happens in your brain, and that kicks off different kind of emotions, hormones that then start to... Uh, offset different reactions in your system. So this, this stuff is real. And if you think about it, you you go through that kind of stuff. I do, and I recognize it. It's interesting. I was recently um, interviewed. Um, there was an interview I did recently um, talking about relationships that I'd had. And um, when I got to the third relationship, which out of the four relationships was the most difficult, I was watching the video and I could see how uncomfortable I started to get how I've, I, I struggled to find the words to describe it and I you, I didn't realize this was happening it was only afterwards when I was watching the video and I was thinking wow how uncomfortable was that and so the truth is that you know situations that we find that are a discomfort for us you know bring out a reaction in our systems that isn't always the most helpful. And so in a situation where you should be saying sorry, you should be apologizing, you're standing your ground, you're getting upset, or, you know, you are struggling to forgive because of the emotional turmoil it is causing you, 
because maybe the anger it is causing you. Those things, those emotional triggers are having um, an effect on ultimately our, our emotional and, 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 and also our physical well-being. The science is there. Not saying it, it happens all, all the time, but there is science out there. And I guess you can, just as individuals listening to this, attest as to whether or not you've ever found yourself in that situation. So um, and there are other elements as well in terms of issues impacted, uh, like, um, you know, the, the, your, your, your character attributes, you know, being maybe more hostile, angry, becoming reclusive, um, having a, a prevailing mindset that isn't always the best. And, and even sometimes, even your performance, it can impact your performance when you are someone who is not, who is not ready to, uh, who has this habit of struggling to apologize, struggling to um, forgive. Um, maybe, maybe not. So, guys, final final thoughts, final words. Let, just, I was looking through a couple of quotes in relation to apology and saying sorry, and I found this one. Um, you know, in terms of saying apology, um, it's by a lady called Lynn Johnston. And it says, an apology is the super glue of life. It can repair just about anything. Love it. And for forgiveness, the truth is, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you forgive the situation, unless you realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. Steve Maraboli is uh, someone I really like. He said that just one more for forgiveness. When you forgive, you no way change the past, but you sure do change the future. Bernard Melzett. That's another good one. Guys, it's been a pleasure. This is uh, Time with Flora, where we talk, learn and grow together. We podcast every week. Um, You can find us on Instagram at headwaypoint.ng and you can also subscribe to us on the YouTube channel at Headway Point. Thank you very much. Speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm new. That's anchor.fm new to get started.